Hey, what's up guys? So I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I know that there's going to be many people who probably saw me post about this or maybe they're just listening to have something to talk about or they're confused and that's 100% valid. I know there's going to be handfuls of people who listen. Um, maybe they used to know me in the past and they're going to say that's not her or they're going to say like you're being hypocritical. You did all this in the past and you're advising against it. But yeah, that's kind of the beauty of this thing and that's why I'm doing it. I cannot tell you the last time in my whole 22 years that I've felt anything close to this level of happiness, this self-love and this self-acceptance. I've never been so proud of myself. I've never felt so accomplished and I've never just felt this good. There's your answer to just about anything that has to do with why would you do this? Why would you do that? I have the ability and if you've known me for a while, you know, I used to always, always, always post all the positive quotes on Instagram. I was, I mean, I would give random people advice. Um, I just loved helping people. I always have. But now I'm in a place where I can give genuinely good advice and not just the advice people want to hear. I'm not going to do the whole like, oh my gosh, let's talk about self-care and self-love. No, things have gotten really ugly for me before. And a lot of people don't know that because they don't care to. Um, because if you don't know this, people are worried about themselves. They will analyze you and they will make an assumption or a perception of you and they will stick with it. I can tell you right now, I don't know the last time that I've consistently interacted with someone that I know outside of my family, my cousins, my household, my grandparents, whatever. It's been a minute. And people don't actually know um, or people that I used to be friends with that I, I don't think any of those people have really noticed why they haven't heard from me in a while. Um, if you haven't seen me or spoken to me in the last month, you honestly don't know me at all. Even if we've been close friends for a while, people do change. And I've been through some crazy shit and I've done some crazy shit and I've been depressed and I've been manic and pardon my language, but I've been straight up just a bitch to some people. Um, I've done it all. There have been so many different versions of Adele and we're going to get into that, but I can understand why to some people I might seem fake. Um, I might've seemed insecure. I might've seemed like I didn't have any confidence, but on the flip side, people thought I was the most confident person in the world. I will tell you the first things I said were correct. I had no confidence. I was kind of fake sometimes. I was a people pleaser. And I had so little confidence and respect for myself that all I cared about and all that I was seeking was to get that from other people. I wanted so much validation. If I, I mean, I promise you a year ago or two years ago, three years ago, whatever, if I would have run for president and got elected, but there would be certain people in my life that didn't like bow down to me and say, congratulations, I wouldn't have felt accomplished. All I cared about was outside validation. And I Ray, that a lot of you are not in that same position or that mindset, but if you are, or if you ever feel like you are, stop yourself. It is not good. It is not fun. And I'm sure that there are plenty of people that, I mean, there are, that have absolutely incorrect and horrible perceptions of me. But the thing is, is that before I've opened my mouth about any of this, I've come to an understanding about every single thing I've done in my life. And I've come to the understanding about all the ways that I've been and all the ways I've acted. And I understand. I'm definitely not saying that everything I've done was correct. 
or in good taste because it definitely was not. But I'm confident in the fact that I have always done the best with what I had and what I knew at the time. I'm doing this because I didn't have an older sister. Um, I'm, I am an older sister, but I've kind of been a sucky one at times because like I said, I had no confidence. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. How am I going to help my younger sisters with the things they're going through and what they want to do when I don't even know what I want to do and what I'm going through? I can't. Um, I might've tried to sometimes and I'm glad that they didn't listen to me, but now I'm here at a point where I've been through it all and I'm finally coming to terms with it. People think that I live this picture perfect life. And I mean, I do have a great life. I'm very thankful for everything I have, but that doesn't mean everything else goes away. I have a great family. I know some amazing people. Um, you know, I'm not on the street, not having a place to live. Like, you know, I have a lot of great life experiences, but like I said, that doesn't mean everything else goes away. I still have horrible anxiety. I still have, um, bipolar disorder. I, I still have ADHD. Hello. Hi, ADHD and no degree, but you know, there's a lot going on in my head. And now I've finally sorted it out <laughs> and I've come to peace with myself and come to the peace with my mistakes and come to peace with my path and my journey. And I've let go of any grudge and any negative image I have of myself or anyone else. I'm telling you, not that I will accept you back into my life with open arms. Some people I might, but not everyone. Um, <laughs> but there's not one person I can name in this world that has done something to me or has been a part of a situation that I was a part of that was negative that I have not forgiven. With majority of people, if you're like, well, I did something to you. Uh, you didn't forgive me. You never reached out to me. Um, I did forgive you. I might have not reached out to you, but I forgave you for myself. Um, I think that's even more powerful, honestly. I think people have this idea about forgiveness and apologizing and all of this. And obviously you apologize to someone, you forgive them, whatever. But I think a lot of times we apologize or crave an apology. Um, and it's more about that, just like the verbalizing it, than it is like actually forgiving someone. I There's probably... <laughs> 80% of the times I've said, it's okay. Or like, you know, forget like forgiven someone or said that I was, or I've said, sorry, just because it feels like the right thing to do. I think it's much more powerful if you forgive someone silently and it's genuinely just letting it go for yourself. Um, so yeah, I honestly, I'm the type of person that if someone who wronged me or I used to be really good friends with, if you reached out to me years later and you genuinely needed me or genuinely needed to talk to me about something, I would speak to you. I'm not a hateful person. I'm not a spiteful person. Like I'm not going to hold a grudge, but you know, everyone's not like that. And you just kind of have to watch being taken advantage of, but I'll get into that later. Um, anyways, I've come to a point where I'm so comfortable with myself that I know how to deal with these things. And I know like, I would always wonder why do all these things keep happening to me? I'm so nice. I'm so this, I'm so that, but people always treat me certain ways. It's almost like I'm a target. Hello. 
You just told yourself that you're a people pleaser. I was doing anything that I could to please, please, please. Um, I guess I'm giving people vegetables. I was doing anything I could to please people, no matter how much it hurt me. That was, um, and sometimes still is, my biggest downfall. I cared so little about myself. It's like, I, I cared so much about what pe other people thought, what they thought of me, what they want, what they need, their emotions. Um, I would want to go off on someone because they, you know, did something horrible to me. I want to put them in their place. I want to set a boundary because they're treating me like crap. But no, their emotions, like, no, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Adele, what about your emotions? <laughs> like, was I okay? Well, no, I was not okay, literally. But like <laughs> the amount of crappy friendships, the amount of crappy relationships, whatever. I'm not going to put this on anyone else. Um, that's why this is like this kind of season or whatever you want to call it. It's called, it's not you, it's me. Um, because <laughs> I never thought about it this way in the moment, obviously, but I never had the accountability of like, what did I do in this situation? Or like, how am I reacting? Or like, why am I not walking away? I'd always put things on other people. And I wish, I want to say, I wish I could go back and, you know, redo certain things or give certain friendships or relationships a second chance for the sake of the other person. Because I feel like a lot of people saw the good in me. And then when I would, um, you know, all of a sudden flip a switch, it would freak people out or they'd be like, what the heck is going on? Um, that is slightly because I was not diagnosed correctly and I had bipolar disorder that I was not medicated for, but a lot of it was just my personality. Um, so, you know, I wish I could go back kind of just for the sake of the other people, because I feel like there's a lot of situations that I walked away from where I thought the other person was out to get me, or, you know, I kind of self-sabotage things. I hate overusing that term, but seriously, like, I wish I could go back for the sake of them, but not for the sake of me, because it sucks. I've lost so many friends. Uh, right now, as I'm recording this, I barely have any people that I consider friends. I have very few, but I would have never gotten to this point with myself and this understanding of myself if I wouldn't have gone through all those situations. So I don't regret that for myself. I just regret maybe the things that I did to hurt other people. Um, because, you know, you might have done some crappy things to me. I might have done some things, whatever, but... The person that I am now, if I went back, I would handle those situations with different, I would handle them so differently. So I just, you know, it sucks. It's kind of a back and forth thing in my mind. Like, I wish I could go back because now that I have all these understandings, I would handle things so differently. Things would have such different outcomes. But like, if I would have handled things differently or I would have, you know, never had any of these struggles, who knows where I'd be today? Quite literally, probably not sitting here recording this. I know that for a fact. I definitely would not be here recording this and yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I was in a lot of situations where I wasn't displaying my true character, um, the way that I was raised. I wouldn't have given certain people certain reactions. If I did, they would have been more positive, but I had not figured myself out. I didn't care enough to. And that was very detrimental to so many relationships and friendships in my life um, and just my life in general but it's life. I affected other people because I didn't figure myself out. That's an issue, but you know, 
I have it figured out now and I can only move forward. It's, it's very hard to see that like I found, sorry, brain malfunctioning. I find it interesting when people use the term like stepping in other people's shoes. And I'm not saying like, I say that sometimes I actually kind of say that often, but I've really been thinking about it recently. And it's interesting because even when you're supposedly stepping in to someone else's shoes, like you're not really able to, because you only like, think about how you have so many thoughts every day, whether they're good, bad, whatever you don't say all of them out loud or you don't show all of them. You have a million things in your mind that you don't ever tell anyone or, you know, verbalize. So that goes, you have to think about that for everyone else. The way someone presents themselves or chooses to is what you get. So sometimes if you're in a situation with someone and you know, you're like, Oh, well, I put myself in their shoes and I still don't understand why they did that. Um, you put yourself in the shoes that they presented you, you know, they might have a closet full of, no tea, no shade, I have Crocs. You know, they might have <laughs> a closet full of freaking beaten up Crocs from 2009. And then they have one pair of shiny, perfectly clean. Can you tell that I don't, I'm not into shoes or I don't own good shoes. <laughs> um, they have one clean, shiny pair of Air Maxes, <laughs> and you don't ever see their Crocs or their house slippers or their whatever, but you always see the Air Maxes. So you're putting yourself in their Air Maxes, but inside of them, there's a bunch of Crocs. Does that make sense? I probably could have thought that out a little better, but <laughs> I think you get the point. But like, here's the thing. Since I used that analogy, let's carry it on. So. I was living, showing my Air Maxes for so long and hiding my Crocs that I started to believe that I was the Air Maxes and I only owned the Air Maxes and I didn't have the Crocs. I didn't know myself. I was starting to believe that I was the person that I was coming off of as. Does that make sense? I hope so. So like you have to understand that like that kind of um, really displaying the ADHD brain right now. What did that like? Okay, never mind. We'll get back to that in a second. Just remember the Air Max. Um, you have to. I, I'm trying. I'm going somewhere with this. I promise. Understand that just as you may present your Air Maxes and not your Crocs, other people might as well. So you have to understand that you need to dig deep into your Crocs before <laughs> you judge or okay whatever let's just forget all of that i might cut that out but maybe not <laughs> okay some people probably just clicked out of this because they're like this girl is on something so essentially dig deep into your crocs because you will not regret it the ugliest the things that you think are the ugliest part of you or the least appealing might be the most appealing to others dig down deep in yourself. It's not pretty at all times, but when you start to get it together and you start getting the swing of it, it's so beautiful. And like I said, you know, it's not, I'm not romanticizing the self-love and the self-care, but there's a difference between waking up at six in the morning, 
not me flexing my morning routine right now, <laughs> waking up at six in the morning, meditating, journaling, journaling, um, you know, really asking yourself difficult questions. Why did I do this? Why did I react like this? Why did I choose to treat this person this way? Why was I so defensive when this happened? If you don't dig deep and ask yourself all those questions and do that often or every day, and you don't kind of date yourself, um, you, you won't be able to date anyone else or be in really successful friendships or relationships. Um, you know, a year ago today, if I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm having a self-care day today, that would have meant I was going to drive to the store, um, get a bottle of wine, get a face mask, come back, eat some gross food, drink the whole bottle of wine, watch a movie, sit on my phone, like watching TikTok while I'm watching the movie, not even watching the movie, like doing all the most. And like, yes, that is a form of self-care. And that is like something to maybe relax you. But I'll tell you this, if you spend one week journaling, meditating, asking yourself those hard questions, being alone, all of that, first of all, you're going to want to continue doing it because it's addicting. But once you get comfortable um, and you do it for maybe a week or so, I guarantee you, you will get more out of that week than you will a million wine and face mask nights. Like there's just such a difference. Doing the wine and face mask and whatever, taking a bath, whatever you do, that is like putting a Band-Aid over a thorn. Instead of taking the thorn out, you're doing something that makes you feel a little bit better just for that evening or that night or whatever. Yes, we won. Like 100% we all have those nights where we just like kind of chill and we call it self-care, but you have to, I'm not talking down on that, but you have to unlock the next level of caring about yourself and taking care of yourself. I always say I read, well, I do not regret, but with the knowledge and understanding that I have now and how important that stuff is, I think, oh my gosh, if I would have understood the concept of dating yourself and really putting all the effort into yourself. And I know to some people you're going to be like, Duh. Like, why weren't you doing that? You're not telling me anything new. It's like, I'm then I guess you just think you're perfect, huh? <laughs> like you have to understand all that stuff is so important. Looking back, like I would not have had a boyfriend up until this point until I was like even further than I am now. I don't, cons mm, I don't know if I should say that. Okay. never mind. If you know me, you know, I've had two like legit boyfriends like sorry if you're not one of the two that everyone's thinking of right now I don't claim you um <laughs> but you know when I started getting really deep into this I literally called both of them and I said I'm so sorry because I've known I had you know bad anxiety and I was depressed at times and I've you know now know that I was like bipolar and I have ADHD and all those things together are overwhelming as hell but it was way deeper than that. It was way, way, way deeper. And I told them I would have never put you in a position to be in a relationship with me if I would have understood how detrimental it was not only to myself and to our potential relationship, but I wouldn't have dated you. I wouldn't have dated anyone. Dude, if you're single right now, this is just my advice. I would not date anyone until you've dated yourself. When I say the amount of times every single day, I get coffee by myself. I read, I journal, I go on walks. I do all this by myself every single morning. 
just in case, like there's no excuse throughout the day. I literally wake up, meditate, brush my teeth, put my headphones on and listen to some good music, dance around, make breakfast, eat the breakfast while I'm journaling and doing affirmations. Then I change my clothes. I walk, come inside, shower, get ready, put a little bit of effort. Like I'm the CEO of like going all day in your sweatpants and like looking like a rat. But like in the morning is I'm not saying do a full face of makeup, but like shower, do something to your hair, at least put it in like a bun, like something or like brush it. I don't know. Wash your face, do your skincare. Even if you just do that, it make and like change your clothes. Even if you've changed into different sweatpants, like seriously, just doing that in the morning and then getting your day started at that point, it's like eight for me, eight, 15. And then I usually, you know, get coffee by myself and work and whatever and read. It makes so much of a difference, guys. It's important to spend a decent amount of time alone. And once you do that, you'll realize how important it is. I remember in middle school, high school, my mom would be like, how do you hang out with your friends literally every day? How do you have your friends come over on Friday and spend the night two nights in a row and then like they stay all day Sunday and you guys go to school? Like my mom would always say, how do you do that? I would go crazy. And I was like, no, 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 I'm I'm good. I love hanging out with people. I, I was always doing stuff. Like homegirl would go to school all day, get home from school, not even get home from school because I would get out of school like what, 3.30, 3.45, drive straight to work, start working at four, not get off till 10.30 and then go hang out with my friends and then wake up the next morning and go back to work on Saturday. Like girl, I could not do that now. Absolutely not. But once I realized what was going on, looking back, I was so obsessed with being around people, booking up my schedule and acting like I was such a freaking people person. I am a people person to a certain extent, just like everyone else. But I was overly social. And I was like, no, I just love people. No, 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 girl. You were afraid of spending time by yourself. You were afraid to get to know yourself. Do you know how many years, like, almost my entire life. I, I never had preferences. If you know me, you can probably hear this and be like, wow, that's actually true. I've never really thought about it. I'm always the person where if everyone's like, what movie should we watch? Oh, Adele, you pick. No, 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 I don't care. I'll watch anything. Or where should we go for dinner? Oh, I don't know. Like wherever you guys want to go, I'll eat anything, which is true. Um, oh, what kind of music? Do you, oh, I don't care. Play whatever you want. You know, I didn't have an answer. I literally didn't have an answer. I wasn't just, I thought I was just being kind, but I didn't have an answer because I was always friends with such a variety of different kinds of people that I was exposed to so many different things. And genuinely, like, I'm not lying. Like, I do like everything. Like, I don't really care. Like, I can't think of a kind of food I won't eat. I can't think of a kind of movie I won't watch. Like, I don't really care, seriously. But like, at the same time, I didn't even have a preference, like one over the other, just because I was so used to blending, doing what everyone else wanted to do. And I realized I was just going with everyone else's flow to avoid my own because I didn't even know my own. And it's sad. Um, I literally 
hate, 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 you know, going out and drinking, like, especially like every weekend. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love, you know, on a dinner, I'll have a little glass of wine, a little margarita. Mm, the amount of times that I literally drank far too much to say the least. I was going out to the bars and the clubs and this and that and the other, just because the people that I was with or the people I wanted to hang out with, that's what they wanted to do on the weekends. And I kind of convinced myself that I was interested in it. Like I like being alone. I like chill things. I like simply hanging out. I like doing more adventures things. I like being outside. I like doing things during the day because I like to go to bed at a decent time. Like obviously I'm not trying to sound like such a lame but like I like doing things sometimes, but I like to wake up early and do things during the day and I like to go to sleep. My current routine, I'm in bed by like nine. That's the way I like it. Um, <laughs> but when you think about stuff like that, you can really, you'd be surprised at how many things you don't know about yourself and your preferences. But if I asked you the same questions about other people, you'd know the answer off the top of your head. Like it's kind of scary. Um, <laughs> I think I just exposed myself enough um, for the first episode, but you know, I just want to make a point that I don't have interest in making these episodes or writing my blogs or the YouTube videos or whatever to give off any sort of impression. Um, I don't, I don't think I'm better than anyone else or I have it all figured out or I'm like the queen of getting yourself together. No, not at all. Almost the opposite. That's why I was drawn to do this because like I said earlier, if you've known me for a long time, I've always loved, you know, the, the positive quotes and the who needs to talk and the blah, 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 blah. I always have that deep down. I've always been very creative. I've always loved helping people. And I've wondered why I didn't make that into my job. People would always ask me, like, if you like being creative, if you like music and you like helping people and whatever, why don't you do it? Well, I'm still not sure the answer of that, but the difference between what I was doing back then and the difference or what I thought I was doing and what I'm able to do now is so crazy because now I actually understand a majority of it. And I actually have the ability to give real raw advice and real raw examples and stories that I can tell because they were mine and I lived through them. I cannot emphasize enough that this is not the type of deal where I'm doing all that toxic positivity. I'm not going to be one of those little people on Instagram or TikTok that's like, let's do a day in my life of my self-care and my perfect little everything. Like, no. I have a morning routine. I have a night routine. And they're very simple. I do them every morning and every night. I've never had routines. I used to wake up, do whatever the heck I wanted or go back to sleep. I just didn't care. And I'm not going to sit here and act like everything between my morning and night routines is perfect or like it always goes as planned because it doesn't like most of the time. <laughs> but the truth is, is that um, I set aside to do certain time to set, well, I set aside time to do certain things in the morning and the night because that way I have a sense of stability. I have a sense of, okay, well, I've had a very, you know, bite. 8.30 in the morning, and if you include my reading and working and coffee time, you know, by 10 a.m. when I'm done with all of that, I've already had four hours of very productive time in the day. So, you know, if I'm having a crappy day the rest of the day and I need to lay in bed, I've gotten so much done so I don't feel bad about it. And, you know, I still, you know, a lot of times between those, I cry. I have anxiety attacks. I have issues just like everyone else does. And 
I'm not trying to seem like I'm perfect. Like I need to stress that I'm doing the opposite. I'm trying to show my flaws because a lot of people, it's just not real. It's not realistic. I understand that like kind of the point of social media is for it to be a highlight reel, but that's a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing when you realize it or when you're the one posting it. But when it comes to like videos of, oh my gosh, my perfect little life and blah, 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 show an actual day, like show the day that you didn't want to get out of bed. And like, <laughs> I know it's your choice or like, if you don't feel comfortable, whatever, like I know, I'm not trying to say everyone has to do that, but seriously, yeah. Um, I can't, ugh. every, you can't be fake. Everyone's a little fake. I've been fake, whatever. Everyone's putting up some sort of front, whether it's their emotions or their personality. Everyone does a little bit, whether you want to admit it or not, but coming from a point of view where I've been the person that's, you know, trying to find a YouTuber or a podcast or something that I can listen to or watch that give like reminds me that I'm not the only one feeling these super intense emotions. I'm not the only one that has no clue what the heck I'm doing, whatever. And then I just see all these perfect little people that I know they're not really perfect, but they just show it. And like, you know, they're just, Oh, it drives me crazy. People coming from that perspective, people deserve to have someone who's going to be just straightforward. And that's why I'm doing this because if I'm having a crappy day, I feel comfortable. Like I'm willing to be vulnerable about this. I, I know some people don't do that because it's an invasion of privacy for them. But for me, like I know the boundary with myself. If I'm having that bad of a day, I won't record it or, you know, I won't make an episode or I won't make a video. But like, my, if I'm recording like a YouTube video or a vlog and it like my day goes to crap, like I'm going to post it. Like that's the point. There's, I feel comfortable doing that and that's what I'm going to do because I can't, I can't put it into words. It just drives me crazy. There's such a stigma and there's, oh, oh, and the stigma around mental illness or whatever. And hello, if the people who struggle don't speak up or they're not, you know, at least some of us aren't vulnerable, you know, that's why everyone feels so alone because all the people who struggle with these things, whether, you know, like I said, I've struggled with I struggle present tense and for a long time, ADHD, horrible anxiety, depression, and bipolar too. So, you know, those, for example, I, there've been times where I felt so alone. Like I'm like, people say that, but like, no, I've literally been in my bed crying and shaking and feeling like there's no way there's other people in the world that feel this exact way that I do. It's insane. It's horrible. Like, I don't know what to do. If I would have had someone to listen to or someone to say, listen, I'm going to talk about all the times I felt that way too. That would have changed so much for me. That would have been so comforting for me. So here I am now. And I'm not going to always be this intense about the mental illness talk. I just really wanted to get this out of the way. So people understand you know, I'm not being vulnerable to get attention or to seek like, oh, feel sorry for me, whatever. That I literally don't want that at all. I'm doing this so people can understand. So I don't have to sit here and read facts to you off a piece of paper about ADHD or bipolar disorder, but you know, you can just see for yourself. And I know everyone experiences it differently, 
everyone is different. Like I'm not, this is just me. Anything I say, anything I speak of is my personal experience. I will never speak for anyone else. And also, hello, I just said, screw the second half of your title. Um, my not going to college, I need to clarify this. I'm not like flexing it. I'm not trying to promote it. I'm not trying to be like, oh, going, not going to college is so cool. No, it's kind of sucked at times. It's literally sucked because I watch all my friends and people I know away at college and I know that they're not living like fantasy lives, but like it's just a huge chunk of your life. Like when I have kids, I'm going to look back and they're going to be like going to college and they're going to be like, oh, well, I won't be able to tell them like because I didn't do it. And, you know, it's been a really interesting experience with me. So I'm going to share a lot of that too. But I just want to let people know that it wasn't, I'm not stupid. Like I couldn't not get into college. I definitely struggled sometimes in school, even though I'm pretty smart, just because I didn't try sometimes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my, it was my choice. I chose not to go to college. I chose to just figure it out different ways, I guess. Like, it's kind of like School Spirit by Kanye West vibes. Like, told them I finished school and I started my own business. They're like, oh, you graduated? No, I decided I was finished. It's like that type of beat, you know? <laughs> At the end of the day, my number one thing is everyone should be able to make their own decisions. Everyone should be treated with respect and nobody should be judged. Stop acting like you've never made a mistake. Stop acting like you've never been confused in life. Stop acting like you've always had it figured out. Stop. I don't care what you look like. I don't care who you are. Literally, who cares? And why do people care so much about other people's decisions? Like literally, I'll tell you this. The Recently when I've been like actually in tune with myself and actually caring about myself and, you know, doing the self-improvement, I didn't have to like delete my social media apps off my phone or like, you know, do a social media cleanse or, you know, all these things that people say and I've done before because I genuinely have just been worried about myself. Like I don't have interest in like scrolling through Instagram all day. I definitely still get on TikTok like a lot, but you know, I, I don't have interest in that. And what I was trying to say is like, the only time I've ever been judgmental of other people's choices or like how, what they were wearing or how they looked or, you know, like talking bad about someone or whatever. I only did those things when I was insecure about myself. I only judged other people's clothes when I was insecure about what I was wearing. I only judged other people's hair when I was insecure about my own. I didn't think it looked good. I only, you know, judged, oh, why did they decide to go to that college or, you know, whatever, because I was thinking about how I didn't even choose one at all. Like people say that like jealousy is just people that are like, I mean, wait, people who are rude or mean or whatever, it's all just jealousy and it's true and insecurity is what I meant. It's true. And I can speak from personal experience. I'm telling you right now, I know that majority of the people who have talked down on me were, you know, in some way, shape or form insecure or jealous and then vice versa. Like, I'm not trying to say like, oh my God, I'm so perfect. Everyone was jealous of me. No, no, no. When I was insecure, I would always pick things that people, even if I wasn't saying it to them, I would always like, you know, in my head or to my friend, whatever. It's not cute. It's not okay. And looking back, I'm like, literally, why did I care? Why does anyone care? 
why do you care if so-and-so dyed their hair neon rainbow tie-dye? Why do you care if so-and-so has ripped jeans on that go up a little too high? Why do you care if you can see, but I'm gonna use Billy Bob Joe for everything. If you didn't, if you don't get that, that proves that you didn't listen to the It's Not You, It's Me episode. But who cares if Billy Bob Joe shaved half his head and dyed the bald side green and has cornrows and black and yellow alternating cornrows on the other side? Who cares? Literally, who cares? If you find yourself thinking in your head, like judging someone, I'm not saying like we all judge, who cares? Like, you know, if you find yourself legitimately critiquing someone or like being actually pressed or worried about what they're doing, literally ask yourself, who cares? Or ask yourself, why do I care? And then watch yourself just be like, uh, crickets, crickets, I promise you. I just don't get it. But, you know, it's, I'm gonna be sharing a lot of things. Like I said, I cannot, I'm gonna to repeat this 50 times because I'm not about to have anybody come in for me. I speak about things that I have done. I'm talking about the insecurity and the talking down because I have done it. I'm talking about the not understanding who you are and blending in with people and doing whatever, like, because I have done it. This is raw, real stuff, I'm telling you. I have nothing, like, no reason this is it. I want to be that person versus people. If it's one person or a million people, lovely. Lovely. That is, that is that. So I had to get a lot of that out of the way. I promise, you know, I'm going to kind of dig deep. I can kind of tell you guys, I'm going to talk. I have one about one of my next episodes will be pain is pain. I'm going to talk about how like we shouldn't measure our pain and how valid it is based on comparing it to other people's pain, whether that's physical, mental, whatever. Um, uh, the art of shutting up, I think is, yes. Talking about how a lot of times you don't even realize, but you're not engaging in the conversation as much as you think you are. You're kind of just listening so that you have a chance to speak like a lot of people just talk and have conversations with people just so they can get what they need to say out and they're not even actively listening to you. You know, things like that. Um, I'm going to do a episode about specifically mental health of athletes, like college athletes, um, because I think I don't think a lot of people, a lot of people spend time watching and keeping up with college sports, but they don't they, like realize that they're real people. And they go through a lot and it's kind of insane. I can speak because I've had close friend, I have have close um, friendships with people who play professional. I mean, whoa, my brain, it's time for me to go. Um, that play college sports. Um, and my ex-boyfriend <laughs> plays college football. And, you know, just hearing, like, I just remember, I'd be like, what the, f it's just crazy, the things that they have to go through. So I'm going to, you know, there's going to be all over the place. And that's just for the, I mean, those are in the future, but, you know, this, it's not you, it's me, these first couple ones, it's going to be really focusing on digging deep and finding things in yourself that you probably don't think about and how all of us make our mistakes. All of us need to get our stuff together and nobody's perfect. We're in Hannah Montana. So I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you next time. Check out my 
website, ADHDnodegree.com, Instagram at ADHDnodegree. Website has links to all the podcasts. Obviously, if you're listening to this one, though, you can see the rest. And uh, my blog is on there, which the blog posts correlate to the podcast, but they're not exactly the same. They're kind of different, just same topic. Um, And then there's a few other things on there. So I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you soon. Love ya.